Welcome to the Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. All right, I have the one and only Anna Reigns back on the show today. Hey, Anna. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Happy to have you here. And I always like bringing Anna in periodically to kind of talk about what is happening in the digital landscape. Uh, she runs a super successful digital marketing agency called Simplified Impact that helps people get bigger ROI with all of their efforts online. And uh, she's someone that our company partners with in regards to several of our platforms uh, to work on improving our results. So Anna, I wanted to bring you back today to talk a little bit about what's working now and what trends we're seeing now that we're a few months into 2022. And I know that before we hopped on, you were mentioning about the comeback of quality content, which is like music to my ears. It is. I'm happy to hear this. It has been a a messy mess for too long of just uh, focus on uh, quantity over quality and just lots of white noise. So talk to me about what you're seeing. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like people um, tend to think because of social media that like quick, you know, easy, uh, rapid fire content really performs, but it doesn't. Um, and we've been doing so much analysis on um, with our clients and then with their competitors, right? And even looking at some big brands um, and in entrepreneur world or leaders, right? That you would you would look at and be like, okay, this is someone that has such a big following on social media. How are they doing? How much? Um, traffic are they getting to their website? If we think about it, I mean, most of the time, our products are being sold from our website, right? Like the social is the top of the funnel. And then we're driving people down into our website where we tend to convert them. And when we look at this, we're like, a lot of them are, are not, they either don't have the, the, you know, the people there, the engagement, and we can see this, we have, um, really great tools that that we use to analyze this. And the, the thing that ties it all together and that we've noticed is a lot of people don't have high quality content. They don't take the time to create the content that really keeps the reader engaged for a long time and then keeps them um, linking into other parts of their site, right? So we like to call it a pillar page. It's actually an industry term. And what a pillar page is, because I get asked this, is a long form content page that covers one topic, one broad topic. So you don't want to get too granular with that topic, a broader topic in depth, broken down into sections of what builds that broad topic. So let's say we were doing a pillar page for conviction marketing, right? Then we would talk about, you know, hope marketing and, you know, the different parts of it. So it would be broken down. So you have the bigger topic and then you want to be at around, you know, 2000 plus words. If you don't have something, and honestly, it's not hard to get that. It sounds like a, a lot, but 
if you really have conviction, you know, around that topic, you should be able to say a lot and then link out to other pieces of content, whether it's a podcast, it's another blog, it's a video that really have, you know, show you that. Um, we did this for a client. Um, oh my goodness. I think we launched, I have to tell you like weeks ago, we will launch their pillar page. We worked on it for months. I think it took us like two months. Like it was a long, like we didn't turn this around. Like it was back and forth. What are the videos that we're going to put, you know, that make sense from YouTube? What are the podcasts that we're going to link to? Um, what does the design look like? You know, it all matters. Um, and then when you have a piece of content that that's, it's that long, it's really important for you to work with your developer or whoever's, you know, working on your site so that, um, there's almost like sections that people can hop to, right. To make it easy. So they're not like, Oh my goodness, this is too long. They can really hop to the different sections. The th second thing that you want to consider when you have something that long is, um, having a lot of calls to action, making sure that you have sprinkled all your calls to action as they scroll down and then also on your right rail, right? So those are really important. Um, but anyways, as I was saying, we just launched this pillar page, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, and we saw a 10% lift in their brand equity. So right away, you can see that their brand equity, their, what the keywords that were added for what they were positioned for. Now, not exactly the page, and we're tracking the page um, you know, visibility too, but the brand as a whole, right away jumped, right? Because um, the algorithm was able to pick up and say, wow, this is really informative. This is very well structured. And we understand what you're talking about and where you're coming from, right? So that it's, I mean, we see it working really well and really fast, mm -hmm. um, but you have to do it right, right? Put the, put, here's what I do. Like when I see something and I see so many pillar pages because we've been doing this for our clients a lot lately because we're seeing it's working. Um, I go back to my team at times when I see it, I'm like, would you want to read this? Like, is this interesting to you? <laughs> like, would you take action on this? Like, just cause you put 2000 words together or 4,000. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Does, you know, like, 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 and, and the other thing, and I know this is so, somebody asked me about this the other day on a podcast, but like, you know, it's so obvious, but it's not obvious. It's like, start with the end goal in mind. And I think, I feel like I always heard that, um, as a young marketer and I was like, okay, the end goal is that I want to drive leads. Yes, of course you want to convert, but what type of leads and who are the people and what are they doing? Where are they looking? Are they busy? They're the, like how, like, and where, like, do you know what I mean? So like, okay, so we're going to drive, but are we speaking to that person? Like, let's get into their psyche and say, if I was this person, would this drive a lead? Just right. slapping on any, you know, call to action is not going to generate leads. So I feel like that's part of the QAing and the quality process is that too, is like, if, is this going to, like, if I read this, is this interesting? <laughs> no, I love that. And I, I, let me just pause you there for a second. So yeah. just for everybody listening, let, let's back up for a second. There's so much, this is so fascinating to me and it excites me as well. So, so first of all, what you're saying is, and, and I have been screaming this from the rooftops with conviction marketing. So we come at it from completely different angles. Mm -hmm. You're like the guru that knows the data and you are like digging in there. You and your team are like the ninjas, like pulling all these pieces apart from the back end. And I'm on the front end, just looking at the landscape, watching what's going on and like 
hey guys, I think everybody forgot the point of what we're doing. Like, let's bring it back home again, right? So we come from completely different angles, but we're saying the same thing. So I want to back up. What you're saying is, and I'm going to talk about it from a data standpoint, and then I'm going to talk about it from a conviction marketing standpoint. What you're saying is, is a lot of the biggest names out there that we see huge followings and huge brands, when you go and look at the conversion of people from social media consuming their content to their sales pages, to their website, so whether it's an application page or it's a checkout page or it's, it's a sales page to buy, that correlation is not there. They're not seeing the level of traffic that you would desire or expect given the size brand that they have. Now, I'm going to come at that. So did I co correctly reiterate that from a data standpoint? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So now I'm going to come at it from, for everybody listening from a conviction marketing standpoint. What I have been screaming from the rooftops for two and a half years now, from the time that I wrote the book, is that it's really fun and cute and trendy to do, you know, this content that is like clickbait that gets people's attention and gets them to stop scrolling, whether you're pointing and dancing or whether you're lip syncing or whether you're doing the latest, greatest track fad, whatever it is. But that just because you have engagement on content, that speaks not at all to conversion. Those are two different things. And I think a lot of marketers are getting really confused. They're like, oh my gosh, my funny video, it got shared 20 times. But how many leads did you get from it? How many people went to your sales page? How many people actually clicked to sign up for a consultation because of your funny video? So what you're saying is the same thing I've been saying, which is that let's remember why we're doing what we're doing. Let's create conviction-based content that really makes an impact, quality content, right? Which is why I love podcasting so much. Quality content, quality conversations, actual tangible information, education, inspiration that is going to lead people to transformation so much so that they're like, oh my gosh, I want more, which is what you're talking about. These links throughout these sections of the page that then leads them to the next piece of content that leads in the next piece of content that leads them to taking a conversion action. I believe that people are spending so much time on this hamster wheel of creation of a lot of content that is never going to convert and is not really doing anything for the brand, but it feels good and it looks good from a vanity metric standpoint, right? And what you're saying is, is let's get back to basics. Let's create this really highly valuable content that actually moves people through that no like trust buy process and gets people to move from social to the next platform of yours and then finally back to the website. Am I kind of recapping that the right way? A hundred percent. And I'll add something to that. And we're doing this with another client right now. Um, this second strategy, which is also um, working. And again, it's longer lead, right? So this is going to take months, you know, not like much like a quarter. Um, so obviously, you know, I have friends in the industry and we talk about like agencies. I come from big agency background. So I have friends that still work at big agencies um, and what the bigger agencies are doing within their content departments, you know, the ones that are working with um, McDonald's and, um, I'm trying to think Home Depot, you know, Home Depot puts out a lot of content. Most people don't know that, but they do. And it's a huge, uh, generate revenue generator for them. Right. Um, so what they're doing actually is a little bit different. 
they're actually, instead of, they're taking that pillar page to another level. They're focusing on that content for one quarter, not just one or two months. And they are um, creating surveys and and industry-based data around that. So that's why it takes so long. They put surveys out, they get data, they collect the data, they bring it back. Then they use their PR arm to get that data out, right? For a down, downloadable, um, really juicy like a white paper, like exactly. a really nice in yeah, a white paper, an ebook, and then yeah. that's also that's on a pillar page, and then you run Google Ads to it too. So you have organic, you have a lead magnet, you have PR pushing it because you have all these like awesome headlines. You know, fifty percent of X Y Z, twenty percent said. So this is like you know the, I mean it's conviction marketing. It's like what you're saying. Like it's it's like yeah. So that's what the bigger agencies and uh, we're actually testing that now with a client who um, has the opportunity so far survey. So we're going to do like that same exact strategy um, to push people and like you know see how it performs for uh, a smaller midsize uh, company as opposed mm-hmm. to just a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love it. So let me ask you this. So we've been focusing on uh, LinkedIn newsletter, and that seems to be getting a lot of really good traction because it's like a longer form article. We're creating longer form articles, really meaningful content, um, a little bit more in depth than like obviously a post or a quick video or whatever the case. So when you think about um, the everyday entrepreneur, like the people listening to this show right now, small business owners, um, where do you feel like they need to start in terms of creating this footprint with this pillar content? Um, I think they need to understand the pillars of their business and have at least one to two pillar pages and then support that content with podcasts, YouTube, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a um, extremely, like they have such a great, great relationship um, with Google, right? So it really lends itself and if you're linking out and then back it, so from LinkedIn, link to your site, from your site, link to LinkedIn, from YouTube, link to your site, from your site, drop it in. So that interconnection and interweaving just helps to show that, oh, I have expertise and can talk about this in various formats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just identify, like, what are the what are the top three things that move my business that people come to me for? And write in depth, you know, like maybe a voice memo. Or, you know, maybe like a video, like we will order a lot of meetings and then that's where we'll take the the content from. Um, But if I was going to break it down into like a process, like one, two, three, I would say, okay, this is my pillar topic. And then I'm going to create, let's say, um, a newsletter every week that really covers that topic Mm -hmm. or the subtopics. Uh, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm going to make at least one YouTube a week about it. And I'm going to write, you know, smaller blog topics, maybe once every two weeks. Once I have that and you've done it for about six weeks, then you take all of that and push it into that one pillar page. So that would be the process, breaking Mm -hmm. it down step by step. Yeah, no, that's that's brilliant. I feel like there's, there's this awesome awareness shift happening right now where... Uh, people are starting to wake up and realize that this hamster wheel of like endless learning the next latest, greatest thing 
um, in marketing is not actually producing the results that they want. It doesn't create predictable outcomes. And I'm just super excited to like watch the world turn back again to mm -hmm. high quality content. And I think it's really encouraging because I think in our audience, we have a lot of true thought leaders that don't resonate with a lot of the marketing that's being done out there and are kind of trying to understand, um, you know, leveraging conviction marketing, like how to show up in a meaningful way how to get engagement, but more importantly, how to create conversions with their marketing. And I think the guidance that you're giving is, is really awesome. And I think it's, it's more fulfilling, obviously, as a business owner to create meaningful pieces that you're proud of versus trying to like throw spaghetti at the wall and just be so aggressive and, and create so much, but not really have any teeth to anything that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What other things uh, do you want to share just in terms of the trends that you're seeing for 2022 that you think people should be aware of or really paying attention to? I think YouTube is really important. I think you show up, think about your keywords. Um, I've gone through that, um, you know, before with keywords and, and how to like look for them. Um, but YouTube's going to be really important and just keep going. Because that's, you know, that's a, you know, what's a trend that I just noticed the other day, just doing research on like a really big brand. I won't say who they are. They're very well known. Um, so, but their entire audience is on Twitter. And I th think that like a lot of people ignore Twitter. And I think Twitter is still a, a game, like is still in the game and is really good with SEO and content. It performs well. You see it show up. So even if you're just like, you know, sending some of the content over and see how that performs. But um, I'm seeing Twitter take a lot of lead. Twitter and YouTube seem to be the ones that are like really, mm -hmm. you know, just taking that lead right now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Anna, you do great work. We love working with you. Obviously, you. you're helping us with a, a number of different uh, objectives for our own company. So thank you for that. And what is the best place for people to get in touch with you if they want help with their YouTube, building their pillar pages, um, you know, Google and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just simplifiedimpact.com, you know, just reach us there and you can see all the things that we're doing. Um, we're about to release a ton of content, lots of new things, lots of like joint things with that. Like there's just a lot happening, but I think that would be the best place. It's just simplifiedimpact.com. Love it. All right. Anna, thanks so much for coming on today. Exciting things ahead. Keep up the great work. Awesome. Thank you. Right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.